Good morning, everyone. This is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Our show is sponsored by Marzipan Bakery. One taste is all it takes. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Naomi Nachman. Cookbook author. Woo! The book is out. Give that a little shout out. I'm about all the food all the time. I love food. I love shopping for it, cooking it, eating at restaurants, anything food related. I'm a kosher personal chef. My business is called the Aussie Gourmet, and I cater for people for Shabbos, for Yom for Pesach. Yes, I said the P word. Anytime you don't feel like cooking, you can give me a call. I hope you'll tune in every week and hear about my exciting cooking adventures, kosher food traveling, sharing of great food ideas and recipes, and hear from my amazing guests. Um, but I want to hear about your food experiences too. So email me, Naomi, at nachamsegel.com, and you can follow me on all the social media platforms. Um, so if let's make this a conversation. If you make something good, if you eat something good somewhere, let me know. I like to hear about it. Um, just want to um, give a little roundup about my, my crazy weeks. I've got um, book signings going on, and you can buy the book on Amazon.com or um, Artsgirl.com or one of the book signings or through my website, and I'm really, really, really excited about it. It's been a crazy, amazing week, um, and thank you so much to everyone who's already bought the book. Um, so I just want to... Um, tell you who's going to be on the show and they're going to go right to it because we have a super packed amazing show this week um all the way from florida i've got the joy of kosher team in one room i've held them i've sequestered them in a room in jacksonville florida so they're going to wave okay can they wave they're waving you can see them on the screen and we're going to be having my foreign correspondent I, she doesn't even know I call her that. My foreign correspondent, Danielle Renoff from uh, Instagram fame, Peace, Love and Carrot. She's going to talk to us about uh, what's going on uh, in her neighborhood in Yerushalayim. And of course, then we're going to hear from um, Soul Cafe in Detroit, which is an unbelievable, you heard me talking about last week, an unbelievable restaurant. Actually run as part of a friendship circle. So we'll hear all about that. But let's go over now to Jacksonville, Florida. Hello, Joy of Kosher team. Hi guys. Okay, so um, if those of you who are watching on our Nachum Siegel Net channel or on NachumSiegel.com as we are recording this, as we are broadcasting, um, on my screen all the way to the left, let's everyone go around and introduce themselves and their title at the company. Which one's your left? Okay, my left. Uh, that's uh, okay, Laura. Laura Frankel, and I'm culinary director. Tamara Ganger, I'm the editor of the website, joyofkosher.com. Jamie Geller, just a little bit of everything. <laughs> Jennifer Klein, uh, the editor-in-chief of Joy of Kosher, Jamie Geller magazine, which I'm holding right here. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Another one. Uh, Klein, executive publisher of Joy of Kosher, Jamie Geller magazine. Woo! Right, I'm a wooer. <laughs> Love it. Deborah Shapiro, I'm um, in charge of marketing and operations with the company. All the boring stuff that, I don't, that, that nobody else wants to do. That's me. There is, nothing, <laughs> there is nothing ever boring at Joy of Kosher. That's for sure. <laughs> okay, guys, this is an unbelievable treat to have you guys on like this. And as I said on our Instagram story, um, that to have you all in one room is unreal and that, that this worked out. I wish it could have been right here on the Lower East Side or I would have been down with ZK in Florida, but we'll take what we can get. Jamie, let's start off with you. I have watched you grow. You, When you first started off your marriage, you started off in Far Rockaway and you wrote a column for, I believe, the 
um, Five Towns Jewish Times. And look at you now. <laughs> it is so crazy, Naomi. I was remembering one of my first Passover demos. You came with your baby. Do you remember that? It was in the Five Towns. You came with your baby. And you actually helped me through it. I was nervous. It was one of my first demos. And you stood up and I knew about you and you, you helped me. That's so funny. Was it some house in Woodmere? I, I do remember that. Oh, God. It was a long time. And look how far you've come. It's unbelievable. All over the world. Thank you, Okay, it's been, it's been a wild ride. It, it has been wild and fun, and we're extremely all so passionate about what we do. And it's amazing, as you know, you also have expanded and grown so much in your team and the people you work with, and no one can do it alone. So it's so incredible to be sitting here surrounded by, like, what I think is the best challenge, if not the best, if I do say so myself in this industry. Yes, I, I agree. You really have the best team. Okay, so let's go. Uh, it's hard for me to know which is left and which is right because I'm looking at a screen maybe then it gets inverted to the viewers I'm not sure but now we're going to go so you the first thing that you did was as you started writing and then you did your cookbooks Joy uh can you name all three books sure. <laughs> quick and kosher recipes from the bride who do nothing quick and kosher meals in minutes and then joy and kosher fast fresh family recipes okay so that was like really the first big thing that you did yeah. Correct. Then we started a website. Then we began the website. You, so you started working with Tamar. Am I right? Like you guys joined forces the ma- uh, or the magazine yeah. came first? It's close enough. It's close enough. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Joy of Kosher. Tamar, let's talk about you. How are you living in the Holy Land? I miss you. I miss you oh my gosh right so that was like a year and a half ago I have to tell you I'm so upset that I didn't reach out and in enough time really to I was working on the book half the day and the other half my daughter was there and if someone was in Shalim I could like quickly meet up with him but but I promise next time we're gonna do something epic It was the one of my crazy – I gained so much weight while I was there. I stood on the scale today. I'm like, oh, my God, what did I do to myself? The food in Israel is amazing. Totally amazing. Okay, so, so Tamar, so tell me about the website and what we find on there. There's always something new and exciting going on. Yeah, well, now our big focus is we're doing a lot of new, new videos, all different kinds of videos, and we're working on some for Perm and for Passover. And, um, you know, we have new articles, new recipes. We have well, – Moving to our culinary director soon, but she's you know helping us create and make sure that we have the best recipes possible. And um, yeah, I'm seeing a tremendous. It's always been good, you know. I've always been a big fan, and I always try to have Shifra on every edition. But I'm all, I'm seeing it grow by leaps and bounds now. The magazine and and the and the um the website. There's and Jamie's your your you with your um live Facebook. I love it. I try to always pop on when you're doing something because you're always entertaining. I was so excited for you about your mum making Alian. I'm really glad you shared that with us. Thank you, Naomi. It's so great to see you there and to, I, you know, see you pop on and I always try to give you a shout out and it means so much to me that you come. Thank you. Yeah, so we, we like to follow on all the joy of kosher, or exciting news. Okay, so now I've joined the team uh, is Laura and then I'm going to skip across around the other way. I'm kind of doing it a little bit you know, not in such an order. So I'm just, okay. So Laura, you joined the team as well. When did you guys, when did you join Laura? Um, I joined about almost seven months ago, I think. Wow. Uh, and prior to that, you know, I was with Wolfgang Puck for 10 years, um, right. doing the kosher food for Wolfgang. And um, prior to that, 
Where's the butter? His <laughs> tagline. Um, he likes a lot of butter. Um, and then uh, part of that, I was with my old restaurants and uh, and have written books, and I'm working on my third book. Oh, can we get some exciting uh, sharing ahead, breaking news on what the book might be about? All about clean recipes, clean food, and very simple. Very, very simple. I love always that. Always homemade, very simple, whole ingredients. So when you're ready, you'll come on table for two. I will. I'm very with- excited. Well, I'm very glad you've joined the team. Okay, so we're going kind of back around over to Deborah. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, good. Do you get to taste everything that these guys make? I try to. I, I try to. It's kind of hard sometimes to choose. I mean, that's why it's so fun all of us being together. We were all in awe over a lot of the recipes. Like we saw yesterday when we had, um, we were doing a wine tasting. The wines were presented to us, and between our culinary staff, like we created recipes, and I got to taste them. So Laura helps create a lot of recipes for the website. I do a lot of the boring stuff and organizing, making sure everything has a process to get on the website. But I also have um, started our consulting division where we go out to retailers and educate them about why kosher is important and why you do need to carry more than matzah and filter fish in your kosher sections and stores. So a lot of what I do is our, our B2B activities where this team right here is more business to consumer, I'm more business to business and helping grow kosher as, as a, um, just as its own entity. Can I personally thank you for that? Because that's great. That is, no, 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 that's really something because, you know, I travel a lot and I go to supermarkets and I see like jars of gefilte fish and, and, you know, like some matzo meal, you know, that's very old. Like it's not a very exciting kosher aisle and your job is to say, hey guys, we've got great products out there. And you're sharing all that. So that's amazing for me as a consumer, big consumer, and, and someone who loves to talk about food. So that's really a great thing that you're doing. B2B for people who are not familiar. Is this the camera that's on for me? This one. Okay. I just want to talk directly to the listeners. Um, B2B is business to business. So she's dealing directly with the businesses. So that's really fantastic. Thank you, Deborah. And we also help closer businesses if they want to figure out how to get into some of these markets. You know, so we're doing both. We're talking with the markets about how they should be having proper products. And we talk with people who make the products who want to try to get out into the market. Okay, great. And and if someone, if someone, yes, Shlomi. I'm definitely very humble, but she has a very professional background. She's the one that set up the kosher store in a store in the Winn Dixies. In Boca. In Boca, and then obviously into all the other stores. So it's more than just educating about kosher. She really has a very solid background. Wow. <laughs> She's being modest. She's being modest. Okay, very nice. So if a company does have a product they want to share, you should contact the Joy of Kosher team because, you know, I think that they can do a lot for the, your product. Right, you can be the magazine, the website, um, and and the getting the, your product on a shelf is is you know, yeah, Shlomi. You you, you did see last week that uh, great minds think alike. What did we do last week on the same thing? How funny was that? I promise you, I had no idea that you're doing that, and you had no idea that I was doing it. 
We, I have no idea what we're doing. We did this two months ago, and then I saw it on the page. Let's tell everyone what it is. <laughs> okay, so Marzipan Bakery is sponsor of Table for Two, and we had a business meeting, and we said, um, let's do a twinning. So me and Dahlia Schwab, their marketing director, and I did a twinning Instagram story. We said, what are we going to make? And I said, okay, I love making, um, and I, when I taught uh, kids uh, cooking classes in camp, we used to do a, a chocolate chip layout, and we would put um, – uh, of chocolate chip cookie layer on the bottom of a pan, and then we put in um, Oreos, and then we pour over, pour over brownie batter. So we, I call them stuffed Oreos. So then, or stuffed brownies. So then I said, let's do this. Let's instead of putting Oreos in the cookie layer because you know that's too much work. Let's put rocket at the bottom of the pan and pour, pour brownie batter over it. And so did you guys. And there you go. There you go. <laughs> what page number is that? This is page number 78. 78. So I'm going to my 78. So it was really funny. So then Shlomi, as soon as he saw my story, he texted me, goes, we also did that. But can I just say one thing? Yours turned out prettier than mine. And my daughter did it with me. We actually used um, Susie Fishbein's uh, chocolate cake recipe. I kept calling it brownie, but it was really a chocolate cake. Um, and that's it. So um, ish, I'm holding it up. Another one of Joy of Kosher's excellent recipes. Um, yeah, so that was really funny. Being a bit modest, he is married to a woman who is on the cutting edge and ahead of the curve of everything. She usually breaks trends even before, like, the bon appetites of the world break the trends. And um, so often what, like, pops into everyone's mind, pops into her mind in the magazine, sometimes in the years or months before everyone else. You know, she can't. To know me, an indirect company, because she came up with this idea herself. No, no, I learn a lot from Shifran every week. I learn uh, when I get, or every month, right? Every other month it comes out, but there's a couple of times a year when they come out very close together, which is the Purim and Pesach editions, which is we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the amazing Purim edition. And I know I say this all the time, you get better and better as you go along because that's life. Everyone always improves when they love what they do. But this this one is unreal. You know, you have all different kinds of um, – here, let's, let's start at the beginning. I have all my notes here. I like that you're doing techniques, different techniques that, that you've got going. Besides the trending article, I have to say at the beginning, where is it? I'm just looking for the page so I can hold it up. I should have written the page number on my notes. Um, here we go, the gadget guide. I'm the queen of gadgets. I love tchotchkes. We have Fagi Sprecher on um, from Kitchen Click all the time, and she brings me cool gadgets. But I, I, I love the, yeah, the guide. We're both holding it up. <laughs> I don't know who. I don't know who's seeing who. <laughs> CK is going to do this. Um, each gadget reflects different articles in the issue. So as you're reading the issue, you right. can then, you know, get inspiration of what you can use to make that product. Like. For instance, the cover shot, which we did, was the Hamantash and Pie. We used these really cool um, pie cutouts to make it. That's so really- it's not just cool gadgets. It's cool gadgets that reflect the different dishes in the issue. Okay. So it really, like, helps you create the dishes that we're doing. Okay, that's so cute. I always love to see. And I like when you guys make it interactive when we get to choose the cover. Oh, yeah, that is the best. This time we didn't do it because we just like, we knew straight away. Yeah, how could you deny that? Yeah, no. I think everyone, through they spoke through, uh, you know, uh, subliminal messages. Okay. 
Um, the Mexican, uh, you know that I love Mexican food. I'm obsessed with tacos. So um, I love that whole section there. I love that it was different. The pineapple pico de guy was absolutely brilliant. Um, and the chunky Chef, guacamole. Laura's really hard worked uh, recipes that she really tested time and time again. It's her passion. And so um, we really have to give shout out to Laura. So why do we, when people are um, doing these recipes, they're really something authentic. There's something you can't even eat out, which is really cool. It's something you can't get when you're going to any restaurant and you can create these dishes at home. So you're bringing a new experience to your table. No, I really like that because I, I, I was calling the other day, called my house and if you, on my Instagram story, I was making shakshuka, Esti Berkowitz is coming over and I, no, I just wanted to do something different in my house because, you know, Americans don't make good, such good shakshuka. So, so I'm going to make my own. So I made my own and I called it Restaurant Naomi. So like every day you could open up a Jove kosher and turn your re- your house into a restaurant with these recipes. They're that The quality is that high of the food. And I'm not just saying that because I'm friends with them. It's really true. I really love the food um, that has been presented. Yeah, I wish we could turn. Is this beautiful space that we have? Okay. Yeah. Not fit for not fit for company yet. It's not ready. But we have beautiful equipment going in, so we hope you'll revisit once we get built. Oh, kitchen where we're gonna we can see whoever wants to come and visit us here in sunny Florida. We're gonna have a lot. (laughs) Yeah. it's something that Laura and Jamie work together with Schiffer and Tamar, and we create these beautiful recipes that just come out of these test kitchens that show up in the magazines and online, and then videos are all coming out of our test kitchens. You know, and this is something that we're also introducing to the kosher market, which is the idea that, you know, it's not just myself or any contributor um, testing recipes in their kitchen. We actually have a professional kitchen with a professional chef who happens to be certified which we could talk about another time. But yeah, these are really like professionally tested recipes that you can count on and trust. And that's something that we're bringing to the table for the kosher consumer that I don't think anybody else is currently doing. Okay. I think it's it's really great that you have that. My my test kitchen is my house. So, you know, yes. it's, it's it's very you're professional. Asking, yes, Shlaimi. Sorry, you're asking about coming on to Jacksonville and I didn't understand why. So in case you haven't, people haven't seen until now, we have had some major changes. One of them being this test kitchen. And the, the goal of this, of this week was actually to work together in you know, a team building. We're coming up with, you said that it's been a wild ride. Let me tell you something, the ride has just started. We had some people asking, they actually noticed that some of the articles didn't say who wrote them. And yes, I, 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 I did notice that. So it's, it's a, that's a technical issue. Our fault. We take responsibility, but that is because of these changes that are going on. Laura has been extremely involved in, 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 in developing and testing the recipes. There's a lot more going on, and there's people that you don't see that are, are running around our busy bees doing uh, doing work. Some of them are writing by our copy editor, our writers. Very all professionally tested recipes that sort of go through our experts. This is our expert panel right here to make sure that it still hits home to the kosher cook. You know, and um, but we're making sure we're, we're, you know how you see the Pinterest and then you see Pinterest fail? Yeah. We're trying to keep you from the Pinterest yeah. fail. Yeah. You know, like that's that 
step that we're trying to try, true, tested, keeping you from that Pinterest fail. I, I, I love that. I love that. No, you know what? I find that all the recipes always work, and that's huge. You know, I've I've gone to magazines by non-kosher chefs and people who have big names in this industry, and the recipes don't always work. And I've never had that with you guys. Thank you, Laura. <laughs> Chef Laura. Let's, let, let's continue our trip through the magazine. I love that you have the drink section. I'm a big fan of, like, making cocktails with, with or without alcohol for, uh, for um, the family and definitely, you know, without alcohol for the kids. Um, but I love this section here. <laughs> the margarita section was adorable. Purim is coming up. We got that on the camera. Purim is coming up, and I think that's absolutely fantastic that we can, um, you know, enhance your Purim table. You can use some of these drinks as centerpieces. We had a lot of the recipes and art we did. We gave ideas how you can gift it because part of Purim is Shalakmanas give edible gifts. We call it the edible gifts issue, and we have ideas how you can actually gift cocktails or how you can gift the Mexican food. Or the kachapuri, which we're going to get to later. Oh, that. my God, that kachapuri. I love that you have Mexico in there because I've actually never been to Mexico. It's on my hit list of travel. So now I, I don't have to buy any AAA books because I've got my AAA book and Joy of Kosher. That's right. And, like, the idea here is as a kosher traveler, you have unique themes, and we're trying to fill it with this kosher column of wherever you go in Mexico, Mexico City, Cancun, Plaza Carmen, wherever you're going, we're giving you a kosher guide. And if you can go to Mexico, you can cook the Mexican dinner. So they, <laughs> That's so cute. It's like your Israel edition, you know? Like exactly. the whole magazine was Israel. This is a small section, but yeah. Did you love as much as I love the savory rogala? Oh, my God. I love that. I love that. I said, what could be better? I actually don't love sweet things, so it spoke to me in volumes. That was really exciting, and we have a video now on our channel that showcases, just gives you that little taste of the savory rogala, the French onion rogala, it just like melts in your mouth, it, it's amazing, amazing fusion, like, you know, we were doing savory babka before it became sold in sort of the high-end grocery supermarkets, and the savory rogala is the next step, which we see it everywhere now. No, it's great, I really love it. I once made um, rogalach, I actually used malawach dough, because I was being a bit lazy, I didn't make my own. I used my lawak dough from the freezer section defrosted and I put like, um, I made like pulled chicken and I put it inside and it was like a chicken rogalach. It was so yummy. So people should really branch out and try these. It's a very cute um, mishloch manadzia or appetizer yeah, for your suda. Yes. I have your back. Where did you get the malawak dough? Um, in Gomeklat. Yay, Gomeglat. The What's for Dinner segment is sponsored by Gomeglat. And, and, uh, and I. Yep, yep. Thank you, Shlomi. Okay, so let's move along. Chutney. Americans don't eat chutney. And now they know we'll help because we eat it a lot in Australia to have. We have chutneys. Um, and there's a whole chutney. It explains what chutney is and how to make it. That's actually Shifra, I see, that got into that, that wrote that. It's inspired by Shlomi South African roots. There you go. It's, it's, we don't have it here. I think it's a Commonwealth thing. Oh, like England, right, right. Right, like England, South Africa, Australia, they all think we sound the same in any case, but we do have quite similar cuisines, even though we don't sound the same. Um, yeah, no, I, I think... This apricot glaze, this apricot chutney salmon. I happen to love this picture and I love this picture. I always like, I want to lick 
Like that, that's our criteria. Do you want to lick the food off the page? And this was one of them for me. Yes, I always say that. I want to eat the magazine, right? I always say that to you guys. Yeah, perfect. I want to eat the magazine. Actually, it's... Yeah. <laughs> And all your sisters go on our website. You can actually order a, you can order both copies and yeah. put it in your child's promise basket. Oh, that's a so very cute make, idea. You can make, let's make the savory rub off, and you give it out. That's a very cute idea, Chef. A good one. You know what? Well, we're getting from the pictures that you were just saying are so amazing. So that's one of the changes we've had recently. Is we have a full team doing the photography both for the magazine and for the website. Right. People coming to the website are going to start noticing major changes that the quality of the photography is going to be infinitely better. And consistent. And consistent. It's going to go together with our with our style guide, with our recipe guide. Everything is going to be much more uniform. Both the magazine and the website are going to be much more homogenous. I, yeah. di I did notice that pictures are much sharper. The styling is, I mean, I've always liked the styling. There's never been, you know, but they're much sharper, much clearer, much clean lines. Definitely yeah. see someone who's been getting your books from Jamie Geller's first magazine. I had number one. Mm -hmm. um, I'm seeing a lot of a lot of change and upgrades. You know, everything is it's like like from Susie Fishbein's first book to her ninth book, right? There's always changes going on. The industry changes, styles change, and you guys are moving with the times, which I love. And I think what we also happen to love is we're really um, excited by what's happening in this industry. And like you and I know we've been in for so long. It looks nothing like it did a decade ago. And I think there's so much talent. And what we try to do both in the magazine and we want to do a little bit more on social is highlight some of that fresh, young, new talent. We really believe in everyone bringing a different perspective, perspective and a different expertise. Like for me, we all know I love quick, I love fast, I love easy. If it's not fast, I'm not doing it. Tamara, you for being our, she's our nutritionist. She's, I call, my health rabbi. And, you know, I run everything by her, but we're going to start to, you know, do a lot more healthy things and to have a lot more nutritional value. All of her contributions are always healthy. Oh, this is our cute expert. She is by far the cutest in the room. We just bring her out. We want everyone to smile. Um, Shifra is, I mean, it's so hard, but she's so talented to find what is her, her signature, but I think literally revolutionizing kosher, modern kosher, chic kosher, trendy kosher. And then, of course, we have a master chef in the house. Yeah. So we know his expertise. Mm -hmm. I said nutritionist. I get out of here. Oh, Shlaimi's our Hamish expert. He loves it. We like it. We have that's been cooking for a year, and it will taste amazing. And <laughs> all these other fantastic personalities in the kosher world that are doing Wonderful thing, they're great experts. We like to highlight them as well in the magazine and on the site. I'm just the costumes person. Yeah, she's the kosher, she's the kosher rabbi. Okay. <laughs> Everybody's got a, a role. Guys, thank you so much for coming on. You've been amazing. That baby is delicious. The book is delicious too. <laughs> we produced. Oh, that's a, a beautiful. She's gorgeous. She's really gorgeous. Guys, thank you so much for joining me. The Joy of Kosher team from Florida, Jacksonville, Florida on a Google Hangout. Um, and this was a real treat. Thank you very much. And we will be in touch. Everyone, pick up joyofkosher.com, the magazine. You know where to go to find it. Jamie's books, Laura's books. It's an amazing, talented team. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Okay, that was the Joy of Kosher team in Jacksonville, Florida. <laughs> I hope the sound was awesome as it sounded good for me. So, um,
It was uh, quite a treat being able to put that together. This is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Seagull Network. Our show is sponsored by Marzi Pan Bakery. One taste is all it takes. Our show is also heard on our Rutsch English Radio. Joining me all the way from Detroit is the team from the Friendship Circle and Soul Cafe. Chef Honey, I cannot pronounce your last name properly. Can you do it for Neither me? Neither can I. <laughs> Kordakovsky. Honey Kordakovsky. Okay, thank you so much for joining me. And the director of Friendship Circle, Basi Shemtov. Thank you so much, ladies, for joining me. Sure. Okay. Hi. Yeah. No, it's my honor because you guys are incredible. So, um, I just want to explain to everybody. Um, you heard like if you follow my Instagram story or um, saw on Facebook that I was in Detroit. I ran a kosher chop competition, and it was always my don't laugh at this. I'm going to say it was my dream to go to Soul Cafe when I had read about it in an article in Mishpacha magazine, and I said if I'm going to go to Detroit, there's no way I'm leaving without going to Soul Cafe and my dream came true because I got to go and I got to meet Honey. I had, I think I met you, Bussy, for one second, right? Um, yep. Um, but I'm going to come back because it was amazing. Um, and I, I said to the ladies that I really want to have them on the show, um, I don't want to – I'm not going to give it enough justice if, if I explain what Friendship Circle and Soul Cafe is. I'm going to turn the tables to you and um, I'm going to ask you guys to um, maybe uh, – Basi, you'll go first and explain what Friendship Circle is and how this came to be. So Friendship Circle, my husband and I started it in 1994, and it was really to look at the community and see who needed friendship. We started the organization Friendship Circle, um, and we asked around the community who was in isolation, who needed a friend. And we found out that people with special needs in our community in 94 could use some support, and we paired up teenagers with a child with special needs. From there, it snowballed pretty quickly, and in 2005, we built our first one-of-its-kind facility called Lifetown, and that's where we have about 2,500 kids that come through our Weinberg Village, and we have our 400 teens that get paired up one-on-one with a child with special needs. And really the coolest thing that happened is that we found out more at least a win-win, but sometimes even more than the help that we're giving to the families that have children with special needs. It is really changing the lives of our teens and our adults that are being exposed to these unique, incredible young people who have that shining soul and who really know how to love unconditionally and do not pass judgment on anyone. So it's been an incredible ride. And then just about eight months ago, we opened the Soul Center, which has a Soul Cafe, which Honey could speak to, and we have the studio, the art studio of any kind of medium you could think of, from woodworking to laser cutting, silk screening, photography, fine art, ceramics, um, where we give 60 artists, adults, an opportunity to create their incredible artwork, some that did not even know they were talented before coming here. Amazing. And then we sell it in our beautiful gallery, and now we're just opening up an online store. So that's the brief <laughs> overview about the Friendship Circle background. Wow. Um, that is unbelievable that you have put this together. I, I, I'm absolutely speechless. Um, I've done a lot of interesting things with food lately. I went to a blind restaurant in Israel and I've started working a lot more with uh, children of special needs through Yachad. I did a challah bake for them, but I'm always 
interested in learning. My daughter was in this past summer at Hask. Um, but I believe there are friendship circles all over the country as well. Correct. Right. And it's run through Chabad, I believe? Yes. And yours is, though, the most unique. <laughs> right? Like it's nobody, nobody else has such a thing like this. Friend, Friendship Circle of Michigan was the first one. And so now the other 90 Friendship Circles that came after, obviously, are taking their time building up in their community wow. and connecting with these incredible children and teens with special needs. And many of them, in fact, one in Livingston, New Jersey, which is pretty close to you, um, they're in the process of building a 40,000 square foot facility that will encompass all of our um, all of our divisions for our te- for our children's division, which is really exciting, and many other friendship circles around the country and the world have been really growing very nicely. Thank God. That is such an incredible thing to do, and and to be able to help everyone find what they need on everyone on their own level, and it, it's really incredible. How did you guys come together? You know, Soul Cafe and and you know develop that together. With a restaurant. So, so um, when my husband and I were looking around for this, the space that we wanted to create for adults, um, because our children from 94 were obviously getting, going into adulthood and needing something to do, we were looking around. Our, actually, our first idea was to have a cafe. And to be honest, you know, we were going to do a cafe really to be able to train adults with special needs to work in a cafe and then be able to get a job elsewhere. And... Um, I ran into Honey by her volunteering to work with us uh, four years ago, I believe, for a Shabbat at the spa for moms that have kids with special needs. Oh, that's a beautiful thing. not only was she really fun to work with, (laughs) but she created the most incredible menu. And I went to the, the company that we wanted to ask to run our restaurant and said, I think you want to hire Honey. Okay. And that was our connection. So. That's amazing. I, I want to uh, introduce Honey now as Chef Honey because she is so talented. Honey, did you have um, training as a chef? I did. Actually, when Bossy came to me with the idea, I was like, there is no way this is happening. I'm like, Bossy, <laughs> stop telling people that I'm the chef because I'm not. Um, I, went to cul- I actually went to culinary school um, so to, like, rewind a little bit, uh, I have a degree in business and communications, and I got married and had four kids. And, uh, wow, you have I, four kids. You know, I, I, I didn't work, and I was like, what am I going to do with my degree? And I, you know, I just basically raised my kids. And then when I moved to Detroit four years ago, I was very bored. <laughs> um, it was very cold in the winter. So I decided to go to culinary school. I've always wanted to go. Um, so I went to apply and then basically they were like, tomorrow is the first day of class. And I was very risky and went to class that first day. That's hilarious. And, um, and that was it. And then I was in school for about two years and I made a lot of, I networked a lot, made a lot of connections, met a lot of people like, you know, along the way I was doing some like private chefing and, you know, that's how I how that's how I met Bossy. She was recommend like someone recommended her to me and um, me to her, uh-huh. uh, and that was it. Well, you are very talented. The food at Soul Cafe. Um, I wrote a, I wrote a, did a little write up about you guys. It's unique. It's different. It's so out of the box. Everything's made from scratch. It's the presentation is beautiful. Everything was absolutely fantastic, and I believe you make everything from scratch. 
Yeah, we make, I think, aside from the ketchup and maybe the mayonnaise, <laughs> we make everything from scratch. We bake our breads every day, and pastries are all made in-house. Um, we have the fir- I think, I'm not sure if it's the first, like, Calavistrel Starbucks. I think it's, I think it is. It's the fir- We make all our sauces from scratch, so we're the only artisan Starbucks coffee in the world because we make all our chocolate ganaches and caramels. Everything is made in-house. And we just actually started carrying a new artisan coffee brand, um, made in Michigan coffee. That was the French press that you had when you were here. That was so good. I was yeah. so sad I didn't take up, you know, I was stuck at the airport for seven hours after I left you. I, I heard. And I, <laughs> I, 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 thank God. And I did this whole like little Instagram post about my bagel that lasted me and kept me full till I got to KFWE for the last hour. But the food yeah. was amazing and that coffee was sublime i just loved it and i like how you had it in a little french press one for honey and one for me yeah that was you know so it's it's nice it's a very uh unique place it's not it's not it's a restaurant but it's very different than any other restaurant there's a very homey feel people come here they they feel good the servers know your name everyone's you know, everyone, it's a feel-good type of place. People come here and they, they, they always say to us, like, I feel happy when I'm here. I feel calm. I feel good. That's what you um, want. That's what you want. Yeah. For your we're, not, we're not just feeling, feeding their stomachs, their souls as well. I, I love that. I love that. Now, let's talk about some of the people that work in your um, Soul Cafe. Okay. So um, are you saying, like, just everybody? Some or, of the servers... Um, right. I believe also have special needs and they have yeah. a vocation. So I, you know, I, I always say I don't, I hate to focus just on the people with special needs because really we all have special needs. And when I first started doing this, I was a little bit nervous about like the people that, you know, that had special needs or how is it going to be? What kind of challenges are we going to face? But after a, almost a year of having the restaurant, I have learned that every single person that works here has special needs, including myself. <laughs> and there's not more challenges that other that, that people, quote unquote, have special needs face more than other people. Every day, I feel like it's a roller coaster. Every day, there's something else, you know. And um, so we really don't we don't treat people differently we don't even look at them differently anymore you know we know everybody's strengths and weaknesses and we we give people you know challenges based on what we know that they could handle um and that's with myself too you know i'm not very good at writing so when it comes to having to like write something a letter to someone i run to you know who's good at writing me also Um, me also i like struggle with writing writing. it's crazy It gives me anxiety. It takes me like four hours to write an article, five hours to write an article for Bishbacher magazine that writers take an hour to knock out. But I have what to say. I just don't know how to write it all down, which is really yeah, crazy because I have I a cookbook. articulate it. That's my issue. So, right. you know, everyone has these issues. You know, some people aren't very verbal. Some people are bad at communicating. You know, so, you know, everybody has different, you know, challenges. And we just really focus on everybody's strengths. Um, and also, you know, the most amazing thing I think is the growth in each person, um, including myself. You know, I never worked in a restaurant before aside from culinary school. Wow. So that's just, it. Very you know, impressive. It. It, that's so yeah. impressive to, when I hear you say that because you, you're amazing. Your restaurant is amazing. Thank God. I, I, I learned on the job, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I learned from the people I work with. And um, so it's, 
it's really you you start with well there's a lot of people that I interviewed you know that had special needs and I'm like I don't think they're going to make it you know they just and now they're our strongest you know strongest employees so it's it surprises every day and it really is an amazing experience for myself and for my team and you know I love working with Bossy and her team and it's just you know, really, um, it's beautiful. Thank God. This the Very studio, lucky. the studio gallery was amazing. We had a look at some some of the artists at work and and some of the art that you could buy that they had created was really something special. Could could you guys uh, could people model this center off you guys? Are you working with different organizations to model it because you're a, you know it's really something. Yeah, actually, there are some outside organizations outside of Friendship Circle that are coming to see it. But for the most part, our goal is that once we could really flush out all the, you know, kinks that come along with it, we're going to definitely be sharing it with all the Friendship Circles. And God willing, the stronger ones that are ready for the next step will definitely be able to come and take it and, you know, all of the ideas that come along with it and all the trial and errors type of thing. But, you know, I just, you know, Actually, we have some really good news that just came today in oh. all of our inboxes. Great, um, great. The head trainee for trainer for the trainees at the cafe just emailed all of us. In fact, the young the young adult that it is about does not even know this yet. Oh, but, um, breaking he's news! He's going to be told today at two o'clock that he has. He has graduated from the training program, and now he will just be. Uh, plain employee of Soul Cafe and not part of the training program, staff program, because he's, he's, done, he's been doing so well, he's grown out of the training program, which is really exciting. That's absolutely fantastic. We're going to have one happy person today. I like that. We sure will. Okay. And let's, let's go a little bit now to the cuisine. Um, where do you get your inspiration from, honey? Um, so growing up, my mom actually never let us eat in restaurants. She thought they were gross and dirty. <laughs> some of them are, um, some of them are. Yeah, you know, it's, it's Moroccan mentality. We could do everything ourselves <laughs> better. <laughs> so I basically, you know, I started cooking at a really young age at home for my mom. Um, so, you know, the inspiration is a lot, you know, things that I've, you know, cooked at home, a lot of Mediterranean foods, and then, you know, a lot of seasonal items and Sometimes we'll just have extra things in house and then, you know, we put everything together and then we come up with, with, you know, an idea. Um, we use a lot of vegetables. The VOD actually is going crazy with me. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I've never heard of have these vegetables. Oh, that's <laughs> crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, like they, they said they've never heard of half the things that I use. And they're, okay, can you, you give know, us some I'm, examples? I'm, I'm putting them to work, let me tell you. Yeah, so what's the craziest thing that they haven't heard of? Like normal for me and you, I think. <laughs> Kale. Um, they they just microgreens. Like, okay, like like celery root and fennel. Um, I don't know. They say, and then just like taro root and I don't, what's taro root? Yeah, what's taro root? Taro, it's it's um it's a it's a it's a Chinese like potato like vegetable. Okay, I I've never um, had that. Uh, and galangal, it's, it's from, it's like ginger, it's a little spicy, lemongrass, you know, stuff like that. We do a lot of like Thai, some Thai dishes. We also have a catering company. Um, aside from the restaurant, we have a meat kitchen and a dairy kitchen, just catering. So we do like bar mitzvahs, weddings, brisses. Oh, so you like, you do everything there. 
Yeah, we do everything. We don't actually the rest the catering company has been around for over 10 years and it's actually called Milk and Honey. How ironic. Oh, that's very funny. Very yeah, cute. Um so, you know, we're always creating new items and and new things and just, you know, I I get inspired from, you know, different cooks that work for me, different line cooks and I'm, you know, I'm I, I've been doing this for like three years, and everybody that works for me has been doing this for like 15 plus years. Right, so, so I have a lot to learn. You're from. a newbie. But I find that Moroccan cooks are amazing. My friend Danielle Renoff, Peas, Love, and Carrots on Instagram. She's also okay. young and so talented, but she said it's her Moroccan blood. Yeah, it's in the blood, the spiciness. I, I work with like 18 guys, so I have to be. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that's funny yeah she's actually going to be on our show uh after after your segment she's gonna gonna have her on um she lives in israel but she ha- definitely like from a very young age she knew how to cook because i think her mother had the same philosophy as you so um yeah is your yeah mom. that's how it is we i mean we my mom baked bread almost every day and you know we never set foot into a bakery so that's very cool. Thank you so yeah. much, ladies, for joining us uh, on Table for Two. I would love to come back to Detroit and bring my crew with me and give everybody who listens and watches to our radio show and our YouTube channel uh, a real tour and a real taste of what the incredible work that you guys do at Friendship Circle in Detroit at Soul Cafe. Uh, does the art studio have a name? I'm sorry if I missed it. What do we? Sorry. Oh, it, um, Dresner Soul Studio. Dresner Soul Studio, and ha- everything can be checked out online as well. So, um, what's your Correct. website? Friendshipcircle.org, and then if you want to go to the Soul Center slash Soul. Fantastic! Thank you so much for joining us. I hope to make it Thank back you. there one day, and and um, you know, maybe if you guys want to do some sort of uh, food trip out here, we'd love to eat some of Honey's food. Uh, that she makes for everyone in Detroit. Let's bring some of that to New York. All right. I'm, re- I'm ready for you guys. All right. Great. We're ready for you. Thank you very much. Okay, thank you. All right. Take you. care. Bye. All the best. This is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nacham Siegel Network. Our show is sponsored by Marzipan Bakery. One taste take is all it takes. I have a, my foreign correspondent on the phone now. Uh, I have Danielle Renoff. He's loving carrots of Instagram fame right here on the Network. She is in Jerusalem joining me. Hello, Danielle. Hi, Naomi. How Hi, are... everybody. Good. I'm sending you a heart. You taught me how to do that. How are you? Big oh. hug. <laughs> I know you can't see me, but I'm holding it up to the screen and people can watch us. Um, how are you? Oh, I'm sending you hugs back. Oh, I'm but... really good. Thank God. I'm good. We miss you. We Thank love you. your trip to Israel. We want you to come back. I'm dying to come back, and I feel really bad. I didn't shout out to Jamie and Tamara. I did not get to see them this trip. It was just one crazy trip. As you know, I was working in the morning every day on the book, and then, you know, in the afternoons I got to hang out I and know. eat with my kids, but it was a little bit crazy. But I'm really excited. Um to uh, have you on the show. I don't think I've had you on yet. It's in the last couple of months. We did a lot of Instagram stuff no, together. No, I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited. It's so fun. I love your show. Thank it's you. An honor. We actually love watching you. Uh, if you are, I just want to share with all the people that listen to the show. Danielle Renoff is not only adorable to look at because she's so humorous how she talks and her facial expressions and her passion for food but she has such good content and she has she posts every day on instagram stories uh something very exciting that's going on with cooking in her life and um she'll pick like with her kids she lives in her and she'll pick like a, a country's cuisine and she'll do a whole day of 
you know, projects with her kids and cooking with her kids at country's cuisine, teaching her and us as well all about what's going on. You can follow her walking through Shukmachana Yehuda, tasting, buying, shopping. You can follow her along just with her beautiful pictures and her Facebook and her website. So she's a real treat to to be, you know, that you joined the uh, social media world only pretty recently, right? Yeah, yeah, about um, like 14 months ago, just in the middle of the night. Right. For the moment. <laughs> On the wild ride. Your your photos are beautiful. Like you're like actually one of my favorite photographers. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know anything about pictures. <laughs> Wait, you're, 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 I'm you're, not a photographer. I don't understand life. I take all the pictures just with my iPhone. Um, just Baruch Hashem. You know, when it's the right job, it's the right job. Oh, absolutely. Everything just falls into place. Absolutely. Um, tell us a little bit about life in Israel, living right near the Shuk. So I live in the best place in the world. And in the best place in the world, I live in the best place. So I live in the center, center of Jerusalem. I'm like a 10-minute walk from the old city, a 12-minute walk from the Shuk, a 10-minute walk from Amak. Like just the, I live in the center of the Israeli universe. And it's very, very busy. It's definitely city life, meaning there's never parking. You <laughs> constantly get parking tickets. Yeah, I've got, I'm going to have one after this show today. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's my life here, basically. Also because it's not New York, so I don't understand any of the signs. And the signs here are backwards. Like, the sign that means to go down the street is red. But red is a color of no. So why is that sign red? I don't know. It's very, very confusing. So I'm constantly getting parking tickets, but I love it. I just love every second of it. I wake up in the morning, I need groceries, I walk to the shuck. I mean... How amazing! See, is I got to go make that. That's, that's my supermarket. And you go to the Shuk Machana Yehuda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crying. I have to say though, I do miss a good gourmet glass. <laughs> I'm going to make sure There's they listen to nice this about segment. People bagging your groceries. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, definitely. Definitely, customer but, service in Israel is a little bit different. Let's put it like that than than New York. Yeah, that's a really nice way to say it. But it toughens you up, you know. Um, and even though they're tough with you, it's very loving. Like, they're, they're never mean. It's never, I don't know, I just, I love Israelis. I love everything about it. I love when I love when you go to the Shuk on a Sunday morning and it's quiet and it's chilled out and all the vendors are extra nice. But I also love it on Friday when it's crazy and bustling and they're screaming, Chava, Pizzu team, everything just screaming at you and you can't get through and there's carts running you over. Like there's just so many different types of energies and people. And, you know, you walk down the shook and you don't just see Israelis. You don't just see Palestinians. You, you see everybody. You see French people and Belgian people and people from Sri Lanka and people from Ethiopia. And it's just a melting pot of cultures. And it's so amazing and beautiful. And it's really great. Thank God. Okay. So you do all your fruits and vegetable shopping there too? Yes, yeah, so I do my fruits and vegetable shopping there. I do my fish there. I do my spices there. Yeah, and we, then have, we, we love your spice else. place. It's right. She's amazing. Amazing. To tell them about where, where we went. Okay, so I, there's, you know, there's a lot of spice stores in the show, and everybody has their own spice store. I think that my spice store is the best, but it's because it really is. Right. So <laughs> um, it's two sisters that run it for their father, 
And they bring in all their own spices. They smoke their spices. They grind their spices. They, they just care. You know, like, I'm a passion person. I want, I want to buy spices from somebody that's passionate about spices because then I'm going to get the best product. Yeah. Yeah. I, they ground fresh cumin and cinnamon in front of us. It's um, right. The smell of the cinnamon. When once you smell her cinnamon, you're like, oh, wait, what have I been using my whole life? Right. It's flat. You know, I bought back for Miriam Pascal and Melinda Strauss. I bought back cinnamon and cumin freshly ground from the shook, so they could experience some of the same stuff that I, um, that I got to share. And then you bought some for a chef Aitam Banath. I, by the way, I just sent it off to him through to t- 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 so he's oh, going to so be getting cute. that off. It took me it took me like a month. I'm sorry. I had it actually in my closet. My closet smelled a bit like cinnamon for a few days, but that's not too bad, right? No, no. Better than garlic. Oh, absolutely. Actually, my, I don't mind if my hands smell like garlic, but that's not bad. You know what? Your clothes smell. I don't mind smell, if my hands. I don't know why I want my, my clothes, clothes exactly, like exactly. So, Danielle, Purim is coming up. Tell us what's, what's it like in Israel on Purim and, and what people cuisines that people are preparing. Okay. I always tell people, you know, people come to Israel all the time for Sukkot and Pesach. I always tell people, if you have to come to Israel for a holiday, it has to be Purim or Hanukkah, because those two holidays are so significantly different here than anywhere else in the world that you can only experience it here. Okay, what do you mean? Purim, this week... So this week it's not even Rosh Chodesh yet, right? We're like still a week out. Right. No. So no. So we're 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 actually hearing this show. People listening to this show a week after Rosh Chodesh. Okay. So let's say like even a week before Perm. Perm here takes over your life every year from the time kids are two years old, their first year in Gan. It's national. I mean, it's from the secular Chiloni public schools to the Tzioni schools. There's a minhag in all over the country that on Rosh Chodesh Adar, the first day and the second day, the kids go to school wearing regular school clothes, and they come home fully, fully decked out in a costume, <laughs> paid for and totally given to the kids by the school. Amazing. So right away, Adar comes, and boom, perms like in your face, in your face. So amazing. Then every single gone school, this, that, somewhere within those two weeks, has a huge party, and it's just everywhere. You know, also, like, because there's no um, Christmas time here or anything like that, Perm is also a time in Israel where you give gifts to teachers. And because Oh, I didn't know that. I did not know a that. A lot of them. I mean, I know there's no Christmas yeah, in Israel, but I didn't know that's when they gift the teachers. That's cute. Right. So because a lot of Israelis can't afford to give, like, monetary gifts or things like that, and they're so creative, Israelis, like, unbelievably creative, you have to see how they work on these teachers' gifts. I mean, like, unbelievably beautiful, like... I don't know, like, you know the Shalach Manos that you see in Mishpacha magazine? That's what these people put together to give to their teachers. It's so amazing and so beautiful. And it's just a really, really, yeah, exactly. It's just a really nice time of year. And then everybody here is getting into the Purim spirit. You know, we live in Yerushalayim, so we're lucky because we we sort of get two days of Purim because we celebrate Shushan Purim. But everywhere else in the world, the day before is Purim. So, so that's um, Monday, right? That also, that's Monday this year. Shushan Purim is Monday this year, right? Yes, yes, exactly. Um, so it's just, it's really, it's just really, really a fun, like time of year here. It takes over the streets. You see it in the atmosphere. Everybody's cooking and getting ready. Um, a lot of people I know, we have, you know, us also, we have two suits. We have one suit in the morning and one later in the afternoon. Why? Why two? It's enough. So, that is a lot of stress. <laughs> I don't <laughs> no, so the morning suit is very chilled out, actually. It's very nice. It's usually just like fish and brunch style. Okay. Um, 
So there's there's not really a ton of people out on the streets early in the morning because oh. I, I, where I live, a lot of men go to meet for Megillah. Okay. And then they come home and the women go. And then by the time the women come back, it's brunch time. So there's not a lot of people on the street. But by like 11, 12 o'clock, I mean, it's packed, packed with Bachrim and Avrechim and kids running around. And because it's Israel... You know, the streets got taken over. Nobody would even think to drive a car in Perm. Like, that, that you'd be stuck for hours in, uh-huh. the, in the same spot. You, so you have to pick so where you want to be and just be there. The exactly. Exactly. And it's just, it's, it's in the air. I don't know. It's like the way the holiday season in December is in America, it's like that here on Perm. It's everywhere. You walk to the Shukareti, I mean, there's candy coming out of the little nooks and crannies of the shook and there's <laughs> costumes and there's wine bottles everywhere. There already yet last night in the shook there was a huge perm party. Like people just cannot wait to get their perm on. That's so cute to get get your Purim on. I like that. That's very cute. That's a good hashtag. Get your Purim on there. Okay. So what what was what what is the typical cuisine? It's like whatever you feel like making, do people use, you know, a certain kind of you know on every table, there'll be this dish or that dish, or it depends what your culture is. I think it's pretty cultural. Um, I would say, like, most people's afternoon foods are fleshics and have challah. Okay. Basar vadagim. You know, there's usually a fish course and then a meat course. And okay. I think it's pretty really typical. Like it's what you feel like. Yeah. Yeah, pretty typical. Kugels, schnitzels, poppers. But... Not typical Shabbos food, typical Jewish food. Typical Jewish food. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, I think people are a little bit more adventurous because it's not Shabbos. You don't have to deal with reheating. You could have really fun, fresh food that's liquidy and a lot of roasts and briskets and things like that. What spicy we, food, a lot of spicy food. What are we going to see at the Renov table? Let's hear about that. But inspire us. So we actually do, <laughs> we do our Suda with a bunch of our friends. And um, every year we bring something, and every year I bring the fish. <laughs> that's, that's my job. Um, so there's going to be fish. There's going to be tater tashin, obviously. Um, and, so, you know, one of my friends brings schnitzel. Somebody else brings a roast. Somebody else. We all just split it. Cause right. It's like a bungalow a colony us, you're building. So. I was in your building. I went to visit Danielle. And, yeah. and it's like a bungalow colony over there. That's fantastic. Um, okay, uh, let's do a quick wrap-up. Shalach Manash ideas. Share some with us. Got a so minute I do left. Every year, the same Shalach Manos, I do a huge jar of granola with a container of yogurt with a thing of honey on top. And it, it's a Shalach Manos for the family, but really it's for the mothers. It's a morning after Shalach Manos. I love when that. When your house is crazy and you just need a quick breakfast, this is for the mothers. A huge thing of granola, yogurt, honey. And this year, actually, I'm throwing in a surprise, but nobody oh, knows yet. Okay. Well, we're not going to mention on the air, but you can send one with me for me. <laughs> I'll send, oh, Naomi, I'll, you know it. Oh, yeah. Danielle Renoff, thank you so much for joining us. You can follow her on Instagram and her website and Facebook at Peas Love N Carrots. She's adorable. She's talented. Oh. Her Instagram stories rock. They are the best, and I love how she took over the kosher.com feed the other day on Insta stories. Oh, thank you. Uh, that was brilliant. Thank you so much for joining us. Our hour is almost Thank you so up. much for having me. My pleasure, and we're going to have you on again as our foreign correspondent as we get closer to Pesach. Yeah. All right. Thanks so much, Naomi. Well, thank well, you for having me. My love pleasure. You, love you, love you. Miss Bye you too. Ass. Love you too, and we'll be in touch. That was Danielle Renov. Um, wow, I can't believe this hour is up. 
Um, thank you, CK. A special thank you for making the Google Hangout interview work and, and getting that going. That was wonderful. You are truly very talented. Everyone, thank you so much for listening. Buy the book <laughs> on artsgirl.com, amazon.com. Perfect for Pesach. We have music sponsored by our friends at uh, by Kedem at uh, right up until Lich Benching. I'm tripping on my words. Shabbat Shalom. <laughs>